Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Oof. Good day, everybody. Welcome back to another Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you to our newest patron, Jorge Ariola. And of course, thank you to all of our other wonderful, wonderful patrons who make all of this possible. We greatly appreciate your support. If you would like to get early access to episodes, extra episodes, and a bunch of other things uh, that we do here, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. And one of those benefits includes being a part of the patron group chat, which uh, on an evening like yesterday, Andy, was filled with the usual optimism that most uh, Roma supporters uh, exhibit on a day-to-day basis. So I have to admit, after uh, Roma lost to Atalanta last night, 3-1, I I was way more pessimistic than I usually am. And, and let, me, let me tell you why. About, uh, about one month ago, month and... A week or so ago, whenever the international break was, the latest one, that was mid-March, if I am not mistaken. Um, like usual, during an international break, there is always uh, there always seems to be headlines that crop up. There seems to be talking points. And I mentioned this in one of the patron updates that I did. But from the camp of Jose Mourinho, we all know... His agent and his uh, his contractual situation currently with Roma, he is almost halfway through. Well, no, he is halfway through essentially his his contract with the club. Uh, he will, after the season at least, be entering the final year of the original three year contract that he signed in uh, two thousand and twenty one. And it's a situation that has to be addressed. It's a, it's a situation that is yet to evolve, and we are yet to see a conclusion one way or another on. And during that international break, his agency that we all know, George, and I'm going to use the, the Portuguese pronunciation, George Manch, okay, during the international break, there is one individual at that agency that is essentially the the contact or the go-to for most people in the media, if you are not talking directly to Mensch. And, and this guy, he is a former player, uh, a Brazilian defender. To be honest with you, I had no idea who he was. But he is a go-to man when it comes to all things uh, within the world of George Mensch, of which Jose Mourinho is a prominent figure. And 
they are very calculated when they say things. They will go quiet for two months, but then they will respond to you immediately if they want something to be put out into the universe. And, and during during the international break, they were talking about, or they not talking about, but they were letting it be known that uh, Mourinho's contract situation with Roma, it's, it, it's not resolved. We will have to see what happens. And they were very purposefully casting some doubts or casting some shadows into what will happen after the season. And after Roma, and let me tie it back to last night. I know it sounds as if I'm doing this in the most roundabout way, but I swear this as a conclusion. After last night, when Roma lose to Atalanta, the way this ties in is I can understand uh, uh, after an evening like yesterday's where Jose Mourinho is just sitting in the hotel in Bergamo. Well, actually, they, after the match, they probably or they did fly home immediately because we all know nobody stays in Bergamo any longer than necessary. I can see Jose Mourinho sitting once he gets home and, and being frustrated with a match like yesterday's because I can understand from his perspective where he's going to think to himself, okay, well, I can only do so much. I can only lead a team so far. We need more resources. I need more resources when it comes to, to player recruitment on the transfer market, so on and so forth. And we all know the club's financial situation. It, it's not fantastic and that is putting it lightly and i think or not i think in my opinion it's matches like last night andy where a a, a constraint on resources a a a limit on what you can do when it comes to reinforcing a team it, it, it's matches like yesterday's in my opinion where they are most evident See, in my post-match reaction, the first thing I said was, as much as I hate Juventus, those are the kind of games, boring this season, obviously, because they are conceding in the 94th Torraspadori, except for this season, those are the kinds of matches that they generally win, and the ones that I have always envied them for, yeah? They can shithouse for 80, 90 minutes in Bergamo, but still come away with three points. And, and that to me, it's kind of like the next frontier for Roma. Because did you expect them to win last night? Because I don't think anybody did. No, I think it was always going to be rough, you know, especially coming off a, um, a European night that saw you play 120 minutes. Uh, you know, the, the Roma haven't won four games in a row in God knows how long. This wasn't going to be the moment, especially when you're understaffed. You don't, your Smalling's not there. Dybala can ma give you a maximum of 30 minutes. Uh, Matic on the bench as well, because hey, the guy is 35 and he's played 120 minutes just three days ago. So it's, uh, it was always going to be difficult to me. The, the result wasn't surprising. I was actually positively surprised more than that they held else. down for 39 minutes that was the first thing i said in my post match yeah i was shocked the, it took that long 
Yeah, about the about the level of effort, about how just the that that how about the team, how uh, you know about the way the team played, the way the team came on because it wasn't the the typical night where you can see Roma are out of it and okay they have no business of being there. No business. Roma had their business of being there. That Roma were actually uh, producing stuff. It was it was good to see. It was there was a team that that. Um, looked frustrated when Atalanta went up, a team that wanted that reaction, a team that was chasing that goal. Um, and also, once again, you know, you look at the result, you you look at episodes, you look at luck. I mean, Pellegrini strikes the inside of the goalpost and the ball somehow manages to bounce off into the opposite direction and out. So I don't know how that is physically possible of hitting the inside of the goalpost and the ball goes the other way around. Um, but that's that's what happens. And, and, and ultimately, that, that makes a difference. The injuries make a difference. It's Aside from the injuries and obviously the bitter result at the end where, you know, you look at the scoreline and, and, um, and obviously all the experts in the world start rambling about you know humiliation because they look and it's three to one and they look at the Rui Patricio's mistake and you know all of that stuff um for me comes in second third fourth because the, the first and foremost I look at what the team gave the team gave a lot out there uh they were playing with Tibala who couldn't come off and he was injured couldn't come off Diego Llorente leaves in tears um, it was brutal. It was brutal, especially in, in that place. Um, again, Dybala, who risks, I would even say, I would even go as far as saying a career-ending injury from behind, from a guy that should not be playing football right now. Um, Jose Luis Palomino should be in a, in a house arrest right now with a with a nice little electronic device on his ankle right, for for more than one reason sipping sipping yes sipping uh, sipping non-alcoholic uh, beer just like Jordan Belfort uh, at the end when remember when when his friend Donnie comes over and he's like what the fuck are you drinking what's the what is alcohol this? free yeah, beer yeah. what do you mean alcohol free beer doesn't have any alcohol in it you get drunk off of it <laughs> if, so you mean if i drink like enough of this i'll get drunk <laughs> No, doesn't have any alcohol in it. That's that's what Joseph Luis Palomino should have been doing um, by now, and uh, and and the fact that that foul was enough just for a yellow card tells you all you need to know about Irati and Aureliano, the two match officials last night. Just how just the level of incompetence in Italy. Fine. Um, but that was very dangerous. That was very dangerous. Roma at this point in time, they can't afford these injuries. So whenever, you know, when you're Jose Mourinho and you see that the team is struggling, you're putting on someone like Dybala to give that boost. If you have some, you know, donkey like Palomino who goes from behind for a killer tackle, knowing full well that there is no, there's no point in that. I never understood those tackles. Uh, because, okay, he maybe he gets the ball, but the intent there is to hurt the opponent. No, it's not to go for the ball. It's 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 unnecessary. It's an unnecessary tackle. Um, it, it looked awful, uh, and I just, I don't understand, you know, why these things um, then have to impact the way they do, because the, 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 the game obviously was redirected by that. Roma were down to nine, Dybala walking around, um, 
it just so that was for me that was that was the more negative aspect i don't even look at the scoreline for me that's the injuries that took place like last night the way the match ended last night was unfortunate because overall i thought this was a very good performance by roma they went to Bergamo, and they tried to dictate the game to Atalanta, to a well-rested Atalanta, an Atalanta that hadn't played in a week. Um, and and so that's why I will never understand in those occasions when uh, when fans engage in, you know, in, in criticism. And, over, and, and, you know, Rui Patricio makes a mistake. Somebody else makes, makes a mistake. It happens. That's football. If there were no mistakes, teams would be playing perfectly. All the time. That would be pretty boring. Um, and when I see this level of effort, I totally get behind what Jose Mourinho is saying. I totally get behind. And if I was, you know, anybody else, when I'm hearing Lorenzo Pellegrini or Jose Mourinho talk about the team the way they do, like, you know, we're there for each other. Uh, mistakes happen. If somebody makes a mistake, we all make a mistake. We We work as a group. We win as a group. We lose as a group. Why, as a fan, should you think differently? I don't understand that. To me, it's 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 pretty obvious that you see a team fight the way they Roma fought last night, and you you are proud of it. You're proud of it, no matter what, no matter the result at the end. You're proud of it. I am proud of because they could have half half-assed this game, and maybe they should have. Even Mourinho said, "Well, maybe you know, maybe we we should have dropped the ball in the Europa League." Uh, if we wanted to 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 keep a clean record in in Serie A, unfortunately that or fortunately rather that's not the case. You know this this team is trying to do two things at the same time without the personnel, without the personnel in a situation where any 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 bit of rest is amazing. If you're able to just give Nemanja Matic seventy minutes of rest or maybe sixty minutes, that's incredible if you're able to Cristante Cristante is being run into the ground Lorenzo Pellegrini the same but you keep going no matter what so if if we played on Thursday 120 minutes and then you're playing on Monday against the team that hadn't played in a week what do you expect you know I didn't expect to see that level of effort and that's why I'm proud of this team yeah and, and thankfully we have uh the Lagaseria, for some reason, the way they do the scheduling, why are Roma playing on Saturday now? That is what I, I, I need to explain. Makes absolutely no sense. No sense it, whatsoever. None. None. And mind you, uh, obviously Roma, the final match of, of the round. But Milan, they, they played Sunday evening. They played Sunday evening. Why? Why? Why is this match being played on a Saturday? I, I, I have zero understanding of this institution, like I do with most Italian sporting and even uh, as a whole, Italian institutions in general. It, it makes zero sense why they are playing or why this match has to be played on a Saturday. It makes zero, zero sense. What I was saying, though, was I can understand after a match like Thursday, all of the emotion that comes out of it, you qualify for... Europa League semifinal, you qualify. I can understand the frustration of Jose Mourinho, as you just outlined. I can see him being frustrated with having to bring on Apollo Dybala, a guy who had just returned from injury for the second leg against Feyenoord. And you have to throw him out there. Just, you know, 
days after he played a match and just days after he uh, recovered and not even to 100%, you have to put him out there in a match in Bergamo against Atalanta. I can see him being frustrated with, well, you know, I need more at my disposal. I need to be able to find alternatives. And Roma just don't, don't have the depth and they lack, and this is something he has said before too, now, it has improved, obviously, in this season, in my opinion, but there are still some constraints within the team as far as the depth goes. And part of me worries because the thought of losing Jose Mourinho, I have to tell you, petrifies me. I wake up in a cold sweat just thinking of it because my word, I mean, once he leaves... Whenever that may be, whether this summer, next summer, in dense summers, whatever it is, I mean, the thought of having to do another managerial search and seeing names like Gasparini, I don't know. Uh, you're not going to get Zadabi, so please stop that. I don't even know how that began. But the thought of having to go through that again just terrifies me. But as you said yesterday, if you watch that, okay, we aren't talking about very fine margins in the difference, okay, between a draw, a defeat. I, I mean, as you said, you hit the post. You have the Palomino thing. I mean, any match involving Atalanta, in my opinion, it always seems like they can get away with manslaughter when, uh, you know, they can get off with manslaughter when we all know it was a, a, a intentioned murder. Okay, like they always seem to get uh, slide by that sort of stuff. That's also not mentioning some of the uh, other factors that may or may not involve. Uh, we can call them therapeutics, but we all know really they are pharmaceuticals. <clears throat> but I, I, I have no problems with last night. I, I don't. My only concern is more so connected to, to Jose Mourinho. And if he sees that, you know, I can only carry a team or a club so far. You know, we need more. And then when you connect that to the club's financial circumstances, you just know that they are not going to be able in any summer, let alone one where they are coming off uh, uh, very large uh, losses. They are not going to be able to drop 100 million euros in a summer. It just can't happen. So I, I wonder if after I also I also wonder because then you I mean you you read what he says now he's in this like sort of state where he likes to repeat the fact that you know now I'm not focused on myself I'm focused on the players I like to to help the the players grow and that's not something you know and 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 I like to see them have fun and he's very he's like the parents telling the yeah, he, the, the he, children he, I can't wait until you go to university or something that way we he, can he's basically turning into this Rick Rubin you know the Rick Rubin the famous producer when you watch him on YouTube the guy who basically was like running the show of a late 80s 90s hip-hop and yes discovering all these bands and I mean when now when you watch him on YouTube he's like this Buddhist Grandmaster just chilling Fantastic in his backyard, beard, you know, yes, talking. Also, doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't wear shoes yeah. exactly. He's just sitting there, holding his feet, talking to Neil Young. That's basically what Mourinho is like. He's just so down to earth that I don't know. I mean, you you will not be able to do the same thing in a place like Paris Saint Germain. 
you know, you're not there just oh i'm gonna see and if the players can have fun you know you're because there you're so busy handling all the egos and uh, everybody's taken a shot at it so far and nobody's been <laughs> able to to do it that i don't know if he's in that phase if, if moving on from rome like last night for me for example it reinforces the belief that this is the place for someone like Mourinho, and Mourinho is the coach for a team like Roma. Um, because anybody else, you come out of that game last night with a feeling of, oh man, we're we're fucked. You know, it's bad. It's bad. And on one level, it is bad. You know, you've you have several important players injured. You are entering a very busy schedule that might as well cost you the whole season, both in the league and in the Europa League. Uh, it, it, so that's difficult. But at the same time, when you see Mourinho walk off the pitch and just give the strongest, biggest high five and hug to Rui Patricio, nobody else would have done it. Like it, it just you, the, there is a, a a complete feeling of camaraderie in in this team. At least to me, my instinct is not to go in a game like this to say, "Oh fuck, Rui Patricio, fuck Roger Ibanez, uh, these guys get get rid of them." I, you know, for me, whenever that happens, I pity those that think like that because it it means that you've lost the sense of fun and and the sense of what it's all about. La- la- last night is all about how this team manages to stay together until the very last second in a game that they're losing and still look respectable, still look dangerous, they still look united, they're not giving up, they're fighting until the end, they're making the best of the opportunities. Okay, they're not scoring, some players make mistakes, we we look shaky without smalling. That comes in once again second to the way, to the attitude that I want to see. In a loss, in a 3-1 loss, how many times can you say, oh, I've... You know, I'm actually happy. And, and and Mourinho yesterday says he was super happy. He was super happy because, because he saw that the players were giving everything despite the limits, despite the injuries, despite the fact that they just played 120 minutes three days ago, despite they were playing against an opponent that was just running circles around them that had a lot, a lot more energy than them despite that they were playing away from home, this team, until the end, with Paolo Dybala walking around because he couldn't come off, uh, gave the role. And for me, that's 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 great. That's great to see. Um, it's it's something that I, 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 I like, and that, to me, gives me more purpose than, than, you know, than just being miserable and saying, oh, well... We lost, so fuck them, you know. No, that's not that's not where you know being a supporter or or, or following a, a, a team is about those moments too. When you see Mourinho walk up to Rui Patricio, who's clearly you know as a veteran feels that the weight of that mistake, he shouldn't be the one doing it. Somebody younger than him could be doing it. He shouldn't be the one. He walks up to him, just embraces him immediately. That's what you do. That's the kind of, you know, close call that you want. That's the kind of close contact that you want your 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 team to show, especially in a game that were honestly it was always going to be difficult. At at some point in the match, you you even felt like, "Oh, maybe we're still in it. Maybe we can overturn it." How many times, you know, how many times have we seen this team 
face Atalanta in that stadium and look absolutely shit in terms of attitude, in terms of level of effort. How many times I've seen a better version of this Roma team look more miserable than they did last night, you know, in in, in the same exact circumstances. Right. So honestly, for me, that's the that's the thing was when I look at Mourinho, what Mourinho is saying, and then I consider, you know, the, the guy is constantly talking with Thiago Pinto. The guy is, the, Dan and Ryan Friedkin have been in Rome recently. There's they've they've appointed a new CEO. These conversations they have to happen on a regular basis. I refuse to believe that within Roma's upper management, they're still like walking around asking themselves, "Oh my God, what's going on? What are we gonna do in a month's time? What's gonna happen at the end of the season?" I refuse to believe that it's impossible. The way the Roma have been run recently. Even the fact that the CEO, Pietro Berardi, gets, gets sacked, everybody's freaking out. Like, oh, my God, does it mean that, 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 that the negotiations for the stadium are, are going down the drain? Boom. Next day, the, a new CEO has been appointed. There is a plan. There is a plan. There has to be trust. The, the confrontations are, are, are taking place every time. I know that agencies, agents especially, they love to put stuff out whenever it suits them. You know, it's everybody's trying to push their own agenda. So it makes sense. Everybody's trying to make money and whatever. But but I refuse to believe that Roma, Mourinho are not talking to each other at this point in time. I refuse to believe that. Um, there has to be something because there is clearly, there's clearly a connection there. Yesterday, Francesco Totti basically, you know, uh, expresses his opinion, but also the opinion of all the fans that we're all fully behind you, Mourinho, please, you know, <laughs> please stay because here you you can really do something and we know it. Together we can do something. I refuse to believe that that's something that Mourinho takes for granted, that uh, a club legend, Mourinho, who for years in the Premier League was basically painted as a clown by the former Manchester United players, uh, now can can you know just go up for a post match interview and be praised on live tv by francesco totti the like the the biggest name in rome so uh, th- to me that's the thing is that i can understand where for example somebody like george mendes was is like okay well i want to earn some money from commissions can we please move you to like paris saint germain or somewhere else but uh, but if i'm Mourinho, and look at I look at the way this team performed last night in those circumstances. I'm like, nah, fuck it, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, budget, this team is completely. The, the budget into is him. limited. That's no concern. You know, the budget is limited. Okay, but that's the reality for like ninety percent of clubs, except for those those three, four, five that can do everything they want to do because nobody's regulating them. The reality for for ninety percent of clubs on the planet is. Roma's reality, right? So, um, what's the budget? Who cares? Did you see how those guys fought for you? Did you, do you see what a guy like Francesco Totti is saying about you? Do you see what what the fans of the stadium are doing for you? That's what you want, that or that's what you should want at this point in time. You've won it all. You've won it all. Now you can't take a loss at Atalanta. This was his one hundredth match as a manager of Roma. And it was a loss. It's disappointing. But man, did that team fight for him to get that win or at least to get a draw. 
Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, there is no concern, in my opinion, as to whether or not these players, the club, they believe in this guy. I mean, they are completely behind him. I, I suppose my concern is I, I can see him being tempted by, I mean, it's one thing if, uh, you know, another Serie A club comes and approaches to you. But it's different, as you just mentioned. If one of those uh, uh, blank check clubs calls you up and, and it is essentially a game of football manager where you can buy whoever you want, you can sell whoever you want, I, I can understand being tempted by that. However, and I, I also mentioned this in my uh, post-match reaction, the love that he is uh, constantly and by the way, unequivocally and unwaveringly shown by Roma supporters, I am hard-pressed to think of many other places where he would be able to get even half of this level of affection. And that Are you is kidding? Some- he goes to he goes to he goes to Paris. The moment he starts he starts changing Kylian Mbappé's game, he's getting death threats at the door. I assure you. It's not this is, you know, a man like Mourinho can go to a place like Rome right now and be treated as a king, but let him go anywhere else where expectations are completely different and uh and and he's the bad guy all of a sudden exactly and beyond that too we all know his win first mentality well you are in a place that if you don't win a trophy you are not going to be tarred and feathered so to speak you are given ample at time that I think, again, very few clubs would be willing to give to him. Very few. And just just to reiterate, I, I think the love that he has been shown, I, I, again, I am hard-pressed to think of places where it, it, it's this uh, unilateral, it is this unwavering, it is this constant. Uh, as you said, I mean, think of many other places, and, and, and not to mention, I mean, that, forget Atalanta, obviously, good team, but th- th- that was a match last night, whether we want to say it or not. I mean, it had implications for Champions League. It did. For European race, for the European race, uh, it had implications in it, and Roma fell out of technically a Champions League place. Um, They're now behind Milan, who they face this weekend. And nobody is even like uh, worried about that. Like, like nobody is even questioning it. And that's the thing that I, I just think. No matter what you have done in your past, no matter your ambitions for the future, that that is something you cannot put a price on. You can't. I mean, as you just said, he can go to PSG. And within hours, they will find the reason to complain. And they would have no no problem sacking him at the drop of a hat. No, here here it's it's too big. You know, is here Mourinho is as big as that roar at the Stadio Olimpico when it's packed, when the emotions are running high. That's that's him. He's as big as that. He the here he gets Francesco Totti's blessing, which is like. It's like you know, it's like God for 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 people in Rome. So he, he now he's like he's got the free pass to do anything he wants, and I I'm pretty sure that 
a year and a half, you know, into his time, almost two years, um, he is he's pretty aware of the the realities of the 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 budget, the you know the the financial fair play, all of that. He's pretty aware of it. So I understand there needs there need to be considerations made, but but I I refuse to believe because and he said it on a number of occasions. And now he's understood football is more than you know being a show off football is more than just saying oh, i'm the special one and sure he still gloats he still does his thing and we all love him for it but at the same time you can see that there is clearly and he always uh, highlights the empathy the empathy there is a connection between him the team the fans if you if you lose that if you lose that you lose a big chunk of of uh, of of your recent success you know, conference league is wonderful, but in my opinion, somebody like Mourinho, who basically, you know, he he had to leave the Premier League with a terrible reputation, which doesn't mean that he deserved it. He didn't. I, you know, the fact that, that Spurs sacked him the way they did before a final is embarrassing. His goodbye from from Manchester United is pretty sad. Just, but he was persona non grata by the time he showed up in Italy. And and this, you know, this where you lose against Atalanta in a match that could cost you Champions League football, and the feeling is still, oh, we're still in it, and you know, doesn't matter. It's deeper than that. It's more, you know, there's something bigger than that. You know, who cares? We move on. The there is there was so much hunger, so much so much fight in 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 those guys. Everybody yesterday. Put in, put in so much uh, that they deserved a bit better result. They deserved, they deserve, and I think that overall, for all their ups and downs, this team deserves something out of this season. I just refuse to believe that this season, and you know, it could very well end negatively. It could end without with Roma basically dropping everything, dropping the ball, dropping the qualification to the Champions League, dropping Europa League. But but there is a feeling at this point in time that this team deserves something because uh, they've really they've made they've made great progress and there is everybody's in it together and you feel it you feel it so I don't you know I don't I I never have the heart to to basically get on the team when when they lose very much le- even less when when they when when they lose the way they did last night. Um, a loss is not good right now, but you can always make up for it against Milan. Now, do they have a chance without Paolo Dybala, without Chris Smalling? Part of me says yes. You know, part of me says give this team some rest, get them, get them angry, get them, you know, working a bit. Because the worst thing about these these short breaks between games is that you really can't do anything. I mean, you just show up. It's it's basically like in the in the NBA when you're playing back to back. You just go to the hotel. Maybe you get a shoot around. Uh, before the mat, before the game, and then and we then are not talking on NBA on this one, man. No, I, no, I, I know, I know, I you can't are. Do it. But it may, you, you know, we're more or less in the same situation. You're a bit down. I'm. We're on equal terms with Sacramento. Yeah, that, you know, that's fair. Anything involving Mike Brown, um, <laughs> I'll just stay quiet. And then the Knicks, man. Just the Knicks. New the York Knicks, Knicks, yeah, the Knicks. It would be man. pretty embarrassing Oof. with the Knicks. You know, the Knicks. Out of all teams, the Knicks. <laughs> So it, it comes full circle. See, you 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 always laughed at Stephen A. Smith. Now Stephen A. Smith is on his way to to have the last laugh. So, um. so 
before we go then with Milan, I have n- no feelings on this one. I, again, this is one of those games where you could tell me it, it ends up 3-0, to zero, Roma 3-0, right. Milan 1-1. I, and, and I would believe any scenario you sure. lay out to me. I, I don't know, know what to expect. What, what do you think? I think it really comes down to who wants it more? This especially. This especially because both teams are in a situation where it's must win. I mean, Stefano Pioli said this game will determine our final position in the table in Serie A. So th- you have to understand that's their mentality. Going into this game, for them, this is must win. If we if we win this, we're in the Champions League. If we don't win this, we're out. Roma, they have to... They have to in my opinion, it's more mental than anything. You can't rely on 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 Paolo Dybala right now. You can't think that maybe Smalling will have magical recovery. You can't think that uh, Tammy Abraham and uh, Andrea Belotti will start scoring uh, goals left and right. No, you. This is has to be this has to be a game that the team prepares for mentally, where it's it's all okay. We want it as bad as Milan and even more. You know, it's. The Atalanta game pissed us off, and we were going to take all that frustration and play the hell out of it against Milan. Last time out at San Siro, we almost ruined our season, it seemed like. We were on the the way to lose that game, and we made a comeback. Now we're at home. We, We won that Champions League spot. We want it. We deserve it. So to me, that's that's the essence, is that at this point in time, listen, with injuries, Injuries will always play play a role. They will always affect you, your game plan, whatever. Um, fatigue will always affect you, your game plan, and and how how you can utilize players, their energies, whatever. But what what doesn't change is the mental aspect of it. Are the players ready for it? I think that can make the world of difference. In my opinion, I don't have any particular feelings. I just I just think that. If Roma wanted, if the Roma set their mind to it, they can beat Milan at home. It's doable. It's not. It's it's not impossible. This Milan team also has had its ups and downs. They've they've had a wonderful Champions League campaign. They're picking up some, you know, picking up some form in in, in Serie A. But it's doable. They are beatable uh, at this at the at the Stadio Olimpico. Completely agree. Let's see what happens. All right, everyone, we will leave it there Uh, until next time. Ciao.